0: What is happening everybody, welcome to Harmonic Whiskey Tales, the um, part of our little Formula One weekend, uh, Singapore Grand Prix. It's a bit late today because um, I've had a busy day and I've only just really got home to be able to get it recorded, but I managed to like, I actually woke up, I didn't stay up late that last night, so I woke up early this morning watched it and been out all day, so um, yeah, it's the first chance I've had to kind of think about what happened really and it, I'll take you through... Um, I might just talk a bit about the practice sessions because the way it was going on f- on Friday with the practice sessions like Ferrari were way off the pace and everyone was like oh no they're way down and um they just weren't doing well I mean it it just seemed like they were a lot slower um and it's everyone was like oh it's between um basically Verstappen and Hamilton pretty much Mercedes and Red Bull um but in practice three, suddenly Ferrari just went, oh, by the way, our car's actually really fast. We've been, I don't know, sandbagging and pretending that we don't have a quick car. And um, suddenly they're putting in massive lap times. So it's, um, yeah, it was interesting. So everyone's like, bloody hell, I think Ferrari might be in with a chance here, which um turned out they were. So they were very impressive. And in the end, Red Bull were pretty far off the pace at the end, so... Um, yeah, it was it was an interesting one, it was a good uh, session to watch actually, so um, if you haven't watched it, it's worth checking out, I mean the race is due to start in a few hours, so um, that's going to be, I think it's going to be a really good race because it's quite a mixed up grid, so um, even though it's difficult to pass... There's almost always a safety car. It's a hundred percent record for a safety car. So guaranteed there's gonna be one pretty much. The stats don't lie. So well, they've had one every year since it's been since it's happened. So um so that's kind of interesting. Uh so yeah, it's gonna be a good race. So let, I'll talk you through the results and then we'll we'll go into the quality session. Um so P one, pole position, Charles Leclerc, three in a row, three on the bounce driving very 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 well i mean actually his lap was kind of messy but he was just like on the raggedy edge and i uh, managed to get pole with that lap so that was very impressive um hamilton was a couple of tenths behind him in second so there that's the front row of the grid then second row of the grid is sebastian vettel in third and verstappen in fourth um i mean they, they, they ended up being i mean hamilton and vettel were literally like thousands of a second difference, like there was nothing in that at all, so um, pretty impressive I think for Hamilton to put that car where it was, I I don't think that car the Mercedes was looking like being able to do that Um, and he managed to get a lap that close so I mean that was pretty good, Um, Verstappen was sort of four temps down on Vettel in fourth Um, and then he had Bottas in fifth, who was almost a second off the pole position time like that was pretty bad from him. Like, so I think maybe that was give or take genuine pace of that car, and what Hamilton did was kind of his extra X factor, I suppose you'd call it. So, um, turn my levels up a bit. That's a bit better. Um, uh, then we've got Albon P six. Uh, good. Pretty steady from him. First time he's been, he's driven the track. Had a few little offs in the practice session. So I think he did well to get it there. I mean, he was still almost a second. I oh don't know, not quite a second, but six temps down on Verstappen. So he's normally been about three temps down generally in the last few races. So that's a pretty good result from him. He's impressing. I mean, he, he's apparently in pole position for retaining the seat for next year for Red Bull. Um, he's really impressed them and he, he's been on the pace straight away so like give or take you know only a tiny bit off. So that's um yeah good from him. Uh so I'm I'm getting distracted. So I'll just run through the thing. So Carlos Science P7. Ricardo was P8 but he's been disqualified. We'll start from the back of the grid. There was some engine mapping I don't know electrical deployment thing where he had literally about 0.01 second of too much power and so they just disqualified him for it so um he's starting from the back of the grid uh so Hulkenberg p8 he'll start all these guys will start one place higher um Norris p9 Perez p10 he did well Giovinazzi p11 Pierre Gasly p12 uh, he, he did well actually not too bad um Raikkonen 13th Magnussen 14th Kvyat 15th he had a bit of a nightmare. Uh Stroll sixteenth. He doesn't seem to be able to get the hang of qualifying. It's it's weird. He, he I don't know, he's always stronger in the race, but I guess that's the important place to, to get a result. So anyway. Um seventeenth, he didn't do well. Um Yeah, he had a bit of a nightmare. Um and then Russell Kubica, eighteenth, nineteenth. Um Again, not much difference between them. Three-tenths per second. So pretty good uh, from Kubica there. He's been struggling. So Um, it's actually also been announced that Kubica. Robert Kubica for Williams is not going to be with them next year. He's, um, I'm not sure whether it was his decision or their decision, but I think he's realised he can't operate at that level in F1 anymore because of his injuries to his arm. So a bit of a shame for him, but I guess at least he's realised now and he's given it a go and he got back into Formula 1, which was the main thing. And which no one thought he would ever, ever have a chance of doing. So uh, pretty impressive. But um, they're talking he might get into the German DTM Touring Car uh, Championship. So that would be cool. So hopefully that works out for him. Um, yeah, so generally the quality session, it was pretty good. Like Q1 pretty much was what it was. Everyone looking um, pretty fast. Like Bottas, I think, finished fastest actually in Q1. Um he was looking good. I mean, he only improved from Q1 to Q3 by two-tenths of a second. Whereas if you look at Hamilton, his Q1 time was a 137.565 5, and his Q3 time was a 136.408. So he gained over a second between those two things and Bottas basically didn't at all. So it's um, it's interesting. Yeah, I don't know if that's... That Bottas just didn't perform very well, or Hamilton did an incredible job to get that car where he where he got it. So I mean, it's really hard to know, but uh, it seems like Ferrari had a eight tenths of a second on Mercedes and and uh, Red Bull and uh, it's only really that Verstappen and Hamilton are the positions they're in because of their ability I think like I think Albon's 137.4 is a pretty realistic time for what that Red Bull was capable of and, you know Verstappen putting in a 136.8 so yeah interesting you know I think that's the difference between exceptional drivers and just very good drivers you know it's the same with Leclerc like he that time you put in there, I mean, I think that was, you know, to get two tenths on Vettel, who is an absolute monster around that track. Um, he's got four poles there in, in since, uh, since they've started racing there. So it's, um, yeah, again, I mean, in terms of exceptionally talented drivers on the grid at the moment, you've got Leclerc, Hamilton, Verstappen at the top, who are exceptional. And I think Albon might be another one. I think he's going to... Surprise, not surprise a lot of people because he's already surprised a lot of people but I think it's going to continue and he's going to give him a bit more time in that car I think he's going to start putting Max under pressure which is going to be really interesting uh, and then I think I guess I mean both McLaren drivers are exceptional as well and you've got Ricardo who's I'd say really exceptional so um, but Vettel and Bottas just I don't know I think Vettel's just I think I talked about it the other week his priorities are just family now I, I don't know that he's fully Committed to Formula One, and that's maybe why he's just dropped off a tiny bit. And Bottas, I don't know, just inconsistent. I, I think maybe he's driving right at the edge of his ability, whereas someone like Leclerc, Hamilton, Verstappen have just got that extra bit that they can tap into, and it's almost like otherworldly, kind of outer body, just pure instinct, and you know, which you don't. That's that's the difference, I think with a lot of these drivers, so it's um it's really interesting. Um I think Norris might be a similar sort of guy, but he he's um he's still got some stuff to learn. He he kind of overdrove the car a bit and in um in his I mean he actually did a better lap in Q2 than he did in Q3 by actually quite a lot. <laughs> like if he'd done his lap time in Q2 and Q3 He'd have been 7th on the grid in front of Carlos, where Carlos Sainz was, his teammate. But he couldn't put that lap together. I think that's probably down to experience. And apparently he's just overdriving the car in those when it gets down to that crunch into that, that final part of qualifying. He just really tries to push a bit too hard. And you overdrive the car and you just push it out of its limits a bit um, when actually driving a bit smoother and a bit more within the limits can actually get you a quicker time. So, um, but I think that's his experience with him. We'll get there with that. So, yeah. Uh, And then everyone else, I mean, Perez did a good job to get up to P10 considering Stroll went out in the first part of the qualifying and then he got P16 between Gasly and Kvyat. Gasly dominated Kvyat so far all weekend. So that's, I mean, good from him because he's under pressure from having left Red Bull and gone to Toro Rosso. So um, it's good to see him... um, putting in a performance like that and getting a p12 which is effectively a p11 so um which is a great place to start when you're on um your choice of tyre so i reckon a few of those uh kind of um Giovinazzi, Gasly, Raikkonen, maybe even Magnussen might jump a few places with a better strategy so you never know um you'd think the McLarens and the Renaults might come under a bit of pressure from them but I can't really see anyone really putting pressure on Red Bull, Mercedes and Ferrari so I think that top 6 is probably going to be the top 6 that finishes but it's just what order that's in, who knows so um, it is a very... Uh, hang on, whiskey break I'm drinking my naughty expensive whiskey, it's very nice my Balvenie, 17 year old, double cask oh. Um, what was I fucking saying? I see there's a problem doing it by yourself you don't get anyone here to remind you what the fuck you were talking about um, if you can remember what I was talking about please drop me an email to podcast at harmonicwhiskeytails.com, that would be great thank you um, uh, what was I saying, oh yeah, where everyone's going to finish, um, it's very difficult to pass around Singapore, it is possible but it's difficult, they have added one extra DRS zone but there isn't, it's not long enough to really have an effect, so the DRS is when the, the rear wing opens up and it lets the car go a bit quicker in a straight line but you need a, a certain amount of space to be able to benefit from that and none of the straights are really long enough so you've just got to um try and get past in the corners or something which is difficult round here so it's yeah it's going to be challenging and it's going to come down to strategy probably just a one stop um like i said there's probably going to be a safety car so that is definitely going to come into it so it's going to come down to a really good strategy call, a particularly good piece of driving to get a longer stint out of a set of tyres. Or um, there's going to be a safety car which whoever times that right and can come in and pit who hasn't already pitted or something. And if, it, if it's in that window, then that's going to you know throw a few curveballs in there. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I mean, it could come down to some exceptionally incredible move. Um, and remember in Monza last week or well the other week so a week before last uh, Leclerc and Hamilton almost had it coming together and kind of Leclerc drove uh, uh, Hamilton off the road so um, it seems like Lewis has got a bit of a glint in his eye about that I think he's a bit not pissed off about it but he's just kind of like okay if that's how you want to drive fine and I think with Hamilton being in such a comfortable place in the championship he might be a bit more racy this weekend because i think he wants to win because he's not one-one for three races and or two races so he wants to get that win i think so um i think it's going to be a feisty race so yeah i'm quite excited quite excited um race starts in 2 hours 1 hour 51 minutes from now this is relevant i mean i put the podcast up actually so if you you know you might be within that time, but anyway, it starts at I think 10 pm Australian time, 1 pm UK time. So, um, yeah, I think that is it's going to be a long race, so be ready for that. It's always a long race because it laps so long. Um, I could read you some comments, but I might just save some of those for um, uh, after the race tomorrow. Um, I'll put the episode up after work tomorrow, as usual. Um, I hope you. Enjoyed that little chat. I've got a few more episodes coming up in the next few weeks. Um, I'm, I've got a... Uh, I'm going to get a mate on the phone soon and start doing one regularly with him, which is going to be quite good fun. So um, look, yeah, kind of I'll keep your ears out for that one. And we'll have a Cupcake Daddy and Unicorn one as soon as we can. We were supposed to do it on Friday, but we had to cancel. So um, we'll, we'll fit that one in soon, hopefully next week. So that'll be great. So, um, yeah, tune in again tomorrow for the summary of the race. And, um, oh, who's going to win? Um, I well, I always say Hammond, and maybe it's going to be boring. But I reckon he's got that glint in his eye. So it's either going to be Hamilton or something like Albon's going to win his first race because of, there'll be some strategic thing, or it might rain, or like there'll be a safety car and he'll come out in front and then manage to just fight everyone off. So that'd be that'd be cool to see that. That'd be amazing. So or even Verstappen getting one again. That'd be pretty sweet. So, um, but actually, I wouldn't object to Vettel winning either because I think he's due a win and it'd be nice to see him win because he's had a a really hard time recently and getting quite unfairly criticised. I think so. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's such a small margin that he's losing by or not doing so well by, but it's such a difficult sport and at such a high level that, I don't know, And people just jump to being so critical. It just seems so unfair, but I don't know. Give the guy a break. Jesus. Um, anyway, we'll see what happens, but... I haven't really, i picked like five different fucking winners, so we'll see. But I think definitely somewhere in the top six. So that's about all I can really give you. So, yeah. All right. Cheers, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Um, We'll be back tomorrow with the race summary of the Singapore Grand Prix. Thank you very much. Cheers. Bye.